Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. It started right now. Good morning, St. Louis. It is 6 a.m. Welcome here to Fox 2 News in the morning. Thank you so much for making us a part of your day. It is Sunday, September 24th. I'm Laura Simon. We want to check in with meteorologist Jamie Travers for a first look at that forecast. Jamie, a little breezy out there this morning. Yeah, it's a little bit, a little bit breezy and uh, showers and storms possible really at any point in time today. But uh, I think it's going to pick up more so this afternoon and okay. evening. So not a washout, but this morning we could have a few spotty showers develop and then a little bit later on this afternoon. That's where we could see a few of those thunderstorms as well. So let's go ahead and check out though those current temperatures. We have 70 degrees at Lambert Airport. Winds are out of the east at nine miles per hour. That is that breeze that Laura was talking about. Power Doppler right around Weldon Springs. A lot of that green staticky look. That's just atmospheric effects. We do have some rain though down to our south. We've had a few showers pass across uh, Dent, Iron, Reynolds counties, but right now not a whole lot on radar. 63 for Alton, 65 at Farmington, 66 for Chesterfield and in Washington. So for today, we're going to take those temperatures up into the probably low 80s, right around 80 degrees or so, but we'll take some time to get there. A lot of clouds, those clouds breaking up this afternoon, maybe somewhat. And if they do break up, I would then expect additional showers and storms to fire up. So the coverage of storms and showers this afternoon somewhat dependent upon how much cloud cover can break up and how much we can destabilize the atmosphere. And then the work week, well, it's looking pretty good also. We'll talk about that in just a few minutes, Laura. All right, Jamie, thanks so much. New this morning, a man is dead after a shooting in the Fountain Park neighborhood. It happened just after 1130 last night on Kings Highway off Kensington. That's about a mile and a half north of the Central West End. And police say the victim was shot in the head and the arm and he ended up dying at the scene. Homicide detectives with St. Louis Metropolitan Police are investigating, but if you do have any information, as always, call Crime Stoppers at 1-866-371-TIPS. A man indicted by a grand jury suspected in a retaliatory killing is due in court this week. The indictment charges 25-year-old Jacorian Riley with first-degree murder and armed criminal action. Riley is accused of gunning down Levi Henning in June near his home on Bartmer Avenue, not far from Kip Victory Academy. Henning had been charged in the 2020 murder of Riley's younger sister, Parkway West High School student Cariel Dots. This past March, the St. Louis Circuit Attorney's Office dropped the case because of a failure to overturn evidence. Henning had been out of jail for a little over a month. Prosecutors say that's that Riley killed him. Riley was arrested on July 20th and remains in jail this morning without bond. He is due in court, though, for a pretrial hearing on Wednesday. 
The Robertson Fire District is trying to claw back hundreds of thousands of dollars from two retired fire chiefs. The district provides fire protection to part of the city of Hazelwood. New directors say taxpayers have been paying too much for special deals. Here's Elliot Davis with his warnings. You paid for it. The Citizens Group defended the incumbent board in November of 2022. They took over the Robertson Fire Protection District that handles fire and ambulance services for parts of Hazelwood. <coughs> Citizen leaders had an audit done when they took over. The head of the fire board, Jennifer Guyton, says the district has filed lawsuits after uncovering special deals for two previous fire district chiefs, one who left in 2020 and the other in 2022. Deals, she says, cost taxpayers plenty. How much in all did this cost? Uh, about $500,000. What we call unlawful retirement packages uh, that they received on their way out the door. The district claims one of the chiefs, Don Miner, left in 2020. According to the lawsuit, Miner's agreement with the old board resulted in Miner receiving money and special deals worth $230,000 that he wasn't entitled to. The lawsuit says the deal included what they called unearned sick time and the sale of a district vehicle they said he got for less than it was worth. According to the lawsuit, Miner's deal with the old board provided Miner with the option to purchase his command vehicle, a loaded 2016 Chevrolet Tahoe Limited, for $7,500 in as-is condition. At the time of Miner's acquisition of the 2016 Tahoe, its fair market value is estimated to have been $34,000. This is not part of our normal retirement package. A separate lawsuit was filed against a former fire chief, Maynard Howell, who retired in 2022. The lawsuit says he got a total of $255,000 that included unearned sick time and a sweetheart deal on an ambulance. According to the lawsuit, Robinson Fire Protection District sold a district ambulance to defendant Maynard Howell for $7,500. The ambulance has believed to have been worth more than $100,000. I asked about the deals for both retired chiefs. We're trying to claw back that money um, because that amount of money is, uh, you know, the cost of an ambulance and a half. I called but could not reach Don Miner or Maynard Howell for their comment. But Howell is quoted in the St. Louis Post-Dispatch as calling the lawsuit bogus and calling Guyton, quote, a vindictive woman and further saying she won't provide any proof because she has none. He further said in the statement to the Post, we didn't do anything wrong. I did reach out to the firefighters union for their reaction to these lawsuits. They had no comment. Of course, I'm going to stay on top of this deal. After all, you paid for it. 606 is our time happening today. Art in the Park St. Louis Hills returns to Francis Park. It's going on from 10 this morning till 5 tonight. I saw it out there yesterday. All the setup for it looked great. This is the 16th year of the festival. Artists will fill the space on both sides of the lily pond showcasing their work. There will also be live music, lots of food, a classic car show and a vintage baseball exhibition. As always, everyone is welcome and it's free to get in. Pedal the Cause is back for its 14th year. The Cycling Challenge provides critical funding for cancer research at Siteman Cancer Center and Siteman Kids at St. Louis Children's Hospital. It's been a weekend of fun out at Chesterfield Mall. Pedal the Cause held a kids challenge yesterday 
giving kids the chance to show off their skills. And while Saturday was for the little ones, today is the big day of racing. There are six different courses that racers can choose from between anything from 10 to 100 miles. We spoke with one of the organizers about what Pedal the Cause means when it comes to their ultimate goal of a cancer-free world. You know, everyone is affected by cancer. Um, it's, it's just the harsh reality of it. And what we've seen over the last 14 years is Pedal the Cause dollars are creating real impact. They are actually moving the needle in terms of treatments and cures for cancer. So through this event and through the money that we raise, through the money that these people will be raising this weekend, it's truly going to have an impact on you know, cancer fighters. It's going to be saving lives. Today's races begin at 7 this morning. Post-ride celebrations are going to be happening all day long from 10 a.m. till 4 this afternoon. So much going on this weekend. Looks like the weather's been great. I know it is the first weekend of fall, but it really hasn't yeah. felt like it. We were way into the 80s yesterday. I know, 88. It was humid too. It was a little humid yeah. outside. Yeah, I was wearing a jean jacket and realized pretty quickly I didn't need to wear that <laughs> yesterday no. afternoon. No, we did not need that yesterday afternoon. And today, a little bit cooler. We'll have more clouds around today, uh, but uh, the rain uh, chances for Petal the Cause unfortunately aren't zero, but I do think that for the most part, we're okay with that because the coverage of showers and storms will really start to increase more so later on this afternoon. Let's go ahead and show you the forecast trends for the next seven days. We should be above normal. Now today, a little bit cooler, right around normal, a few degrees above normal, but then we'll see slightly warmer temperatures into your work week. So uh, rain chances aren't going to be zero over the week, but we do have a few slight chances. They stay pretty low for the most part. Here's a check of Power Doppler. We did have those storms fire up across western Missouri, eastern Kansas yesterday. They moved east as we expected. They also split as we expected. We still have some showers across far south central Missouri down into Arkansas, and we had a little radar return there. Uh, impacting some of our southern counties. Litchfield, Illinois, this uh, camera was just working. I just checked it, but now decided not to for the time being. Uh, there's a dark look at Innsbruck Resort, barely making out the 18th hole there. 80 degrees, wind out of the east at 9 miles per hour, pressure holding steady. We have a cloudy sky over Belleville this morning. 63 for Alton, 64 for Herman, 66 at Cuba. 63 for Sparta and 60 in Mount Vernon. The view from space, lots of clouds for today. We might see those clouds breaking up a little bit here or there, allowing for some sunshine. Probably not a ton of it. Now, the extent at how many clouds are able to break up will be also a translate to maybe some destabilization of the atmosphere so we could see additional showers and storms developing. So really at any point in time today we could see an isolated shower, maybe a rumble of thunder, but then that activity does look to pick up a little bit later on this afternoon. Those showers and storms becoming a little bit more numerous. Severe threat stays low for today. Then we could have a few of those showers early on tonight. Then they should exit. We could have some patchy fog develop as we head into your Monday morning. Could have an impact on the morning commute. And then we could maybe have a spot sprinkle for your day on Monday. Now the earlier run of Futurecast dotted uh, had a few more dots of green. Uh, this run, uh, we just got new data in not too long ago not really picking up on much of that. So I really think Monday is a dry day for most everyone, but 
we can't completely rule out just a stray spot sprinkle. So for today, 81 degrees, scattered showers, some storms, potentially south wind around 5 to 10 tonight, down to 65 scattered storms early. And then we'll see that spot PM shower. Really, that is a question mark. There's a chance that nothing happens. It will be warmer tomorrow. Tuesday, we'll sh we should have some sunshine. Spot showers and storms possible again on Wednesday, and then a good drying trend for the end of the work weekend. Right now, the weekend looking warm and mostly sunny to partly cloudy. Okay, Jamie, thanks so much. A program is introducing students in the St. Louis metropolitan area to historically black colleges. It's also creating awareness about their contributions and how they enhance the post-secondary journey of young scholars. Fox 2's Taylor Harris reports from the sixth annual St. Louis HBCU Alumni Scholarship Summit. And that's what HBCUs are about. We're about taking care of the next generation, building up scholars to be leaders. Hundreds of parents and students gathered here at the 6th Annual St. Louis HBCU Alumni Scholarship Summit at McClure North High School to learn about college preparation workshops and also the importance of the historically black college and university experience. Attendees were greeted with breakfast and energetic cheers from the McClure North High School cheerleaders and HBCU alumni members. Students and parents had the opportunity to attend workshops that consisted of Financial Aid 101, ACT, SAT Prep, Essay Writing, Scholarship Central, and they had the opportunity to learn how to find scholarships. I'm in the SAT, ACT prep one, and me being a junior, I have to really focus on college this year and work on the ACT. So they're just giving me different strategies, ways to approach it, and what to really focus on going into the test. The St. Louis HBCU Alumni Association founder and president, Kelly Singleton, says she created the association to make sure students are informed about the importance of historically black colleges and universities and to equip students with the correct resources to have collegiate success. HBCUs, of course, give you that education, but it's an extra layer of excellence that, you know, come from graduating from an HBCU. There's a lot of rich history and tradition and pride that goes into attending the HBCU. I wanted to create a platform for high school students to learn about HBCUs and to also learn how to apply for scholarships to attend college. The summit allowed students and parents to get a glimpse of the HBCU experience. The St. Louis HBCU alumni held a panel to share their experiences and gave the attendees the opportunity to ask questions. A community fair took place with vendors and HBCU representatives. Students had the opportunity to network and learn about a plethora of HBCUs across the country. HBCU should be your first stop because not only do you have a smaller environment where the professors can focus on you, but we also offer the same competitive courses that you would find anywhere else with the same competitive degrees. Several community organizations such as Explore St. Louis, Girls Inc. of St. Louis, and Incarnate Word Academy partnered with the St. Louis HBCU Alumni Association to ensure that the St. Louis community continues to support the next generation of scholars, create more HBCU graduates, and share the important impact that HBCUs have on the world. Reporting in Florissant, Taylor Harris, Fox 2 News.